1: Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I am Dr. David DeRose. Across from me right now is an exciting guest, but before I introduce him, some of you are listening to the ambient noise in the environment. I am at the 2021 ASI International Convention being held in Orlando, Florida. We've got folks from literally all over the world here. That is the case with my first guest today, Carmelo Mercado. Carmelo, it's great to have you with us.
2: It's great to be here today. Good to see you, Dr. DeRose.
1: Carmelo, you have come down, joined uh, this conference from up in uh, northern Indiana, southern Michigan. Have I got my geography correct? Exactly. And um, one of the interesting things that I heard you speak about at a public meeting in another venue. As you were talking about health in the context of COVID-19. A lot of people, you know, I say COVID-19, their eyes kind of glaze over, but we're not talking about how to deal with COVID. We're not talking about, you know, latest therapies or controversies. But we want to tell a story of how some people, although COVID has been associated with mental health challenges, with physical health challenges, some people have, in the context of COVID, refocused, their health efforts, and have actually experienced health improvement. You're one of those people, right? That's correct. That's right. Before we get to that part of the story, give us a a little uh, synopsis of your health journey. Have you been a generally healthy person? I mean, tell us your story.
2: Well, uh, to be honest with you, it's been a struggle as far as keeping my weight Mm -hmm. uh, to the level that it needed to be. Uh, Since a child, I've always had a weight issue, uh, and uh, it was something that I always struggled with. didn't bother me when I was a teenager and that so forth Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, but i knew that i needed to be better eating and also in terms of exercise that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and so there was an ebb and flow ebb and flow in terms of uh, taking care of myself when i was in college it was more natural for me to be healthy because in the college where i was at they mostly uh, served vegetarian food Mm-hmm. Which was good, mm-hmm. uh, and plus I was involved in a lot of different activities, so I kept relatively slim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went to uh, start working as a pastor in churches um, for a while, I was doing okay. But then gradually I slipped into the area of overeating, okay, and uh, and not not really did, taking the exercise. You know, sometimes when you're involved in ministry, um, it uh, it just is something that's very. Um, very difficult uh, for me to do what I need to do. So uh, that was kind of the bottom line.
1: This is a real interesting dynamic, and I appreciate you mentioning it, Carmelo, because a lot of times people that are in some of these service ministries, service professions, uh, I hear stories about the real challenges with weight. I mean, it's a, it's a common concern among nurses. It seems like there's you know, always food in the break rooms and things. I hear from a lot of nurses that's challenging. And with pastors, I mean, visiting yeah. in homes and people always wanting to feed you. This is a real occupational hazard, you could say, isn't it? Yeah, it
2: is. You're caring about others, but then who's caring for you, mm-hmm. for yourself, you know? Your wife, of course, does it, but you, you take responsibility as well for your alho, but always thinking of others and others. Um, At one point, though, what we decided in my ministry, my wife and I, we decided we'd go for a retreat center. Okay. And we'd go there to learn the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. uh, A lifestyle that's plant-based and also a lifestyle that uh, takes care of the holistic part of of yourself mentally and physically. So exercise was involved and also focusing on Scripture, what the Bible has to say to help you to stay focused on, on God and also on health because mm-hmm. uh, I think they're joined together. God and health is joined together. And I did real well with that uh, after I left that. Uh, but then I started into another phase of ministry where I, I had more responsibility and mm. looking out for churches um, of other different people groups. So Hispanics and and also uh, Korean and different Asian groups. I had a larger responsibility covering Hawaii mm-hmm. territory. And so, again, I slipped uh, into that focus of okay. uh, ministering to... The bigger group of people and plus i'd eat a lot uh-huh. because i traveled a lot right right so right. i didn't uh, i didn't watch my what i ate so.
1: and, and i know i hear this often too from folks who yeah. uh, you know whatever their line of occupation is if they're on the road it seems like it's much harder for many people to yeah. make those good food choices huh
2: yeah it is very much so and then covid hit <laughs> mm. and all of a sudden i uh, we were uh, i couldn't travel Mm-hmm. uh and uh my wife she got sick but not from covid a different uh different dynamic there uh but we didn't up not, not eating uh out like we did before okay and so uh and then my wife because of her health situation she decided she had to change her her routine her diet mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so when she did she changed it she had to change it because she was uh, whatever reason, uh, disease that she had called gastroparesis kind of impacted her where she was limited in what she could eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it was interesting. She changed her way of cooking, uh, the, the foods that she ate. Okay. And, uh, and then I started reading about how COVID is much more, uh, dangerous for those who are obese or overweight. What? Well, that was sobering, huh? That was sort of, uh, it was huge when I saw that. And then, Recognizing that you know I needed to be sure that I take care of myself from the virus, as they call it, you mm-hmm. know the COVID. Plus, I knew right right away. Anyway, and I can't. I have to stop taking these pills, you know, for hypertension and, mm-hmm. and all this other stuff that I was doing to myself. So I said, I'm going to lose
1: weight. So let me see if I've got the context. So you've got this lifelong struggle with right. your weight. Right. Sometimes you're doing well, you know, get refocused and, you know, get, get on a better diet, better exercise program and things happen in your life. Responsibilities change and the pounds come back on. And now fast forward to 2019, 2020, we're in the midst of a pandemic. And what I heard in a lot of the data is people were putting on weight. I mean, they're, they're sheltering in place or whatever terminology you want to use. They're quarantined and they're saying, whoa, um, my weight is going up but you're hearing the data about overweight being a risk factor and you're saying hey instead of this being a time where i'm going to put on weight i'm going to try to take it off
2: yeah and i had the opportunity to do that i was not tempted to go out anymore (laughs) Okay, okay okay i was i wanted to be sure that i did not bring something into the home that would impact my wife because her health was somewhat affected not by covid but by her own condition uh uh Uh, so i said i've got to do them and she showed me an interesting app that helped me uh focus on how i ate and it's called my fitness pal my fitness pal my fitness pal it's an app Mm -hmm. on the uh, very incredible app that helps you carefully count everything so uh all your calories so what Mm -hmm. i did in the morning i i started just counting calories and the neat thing about the app is that it you give a list of the things you're eating; it'll show you how many calories they are per serving. Okay, uh, and plus you can even if for things that are packaged, you can uh, you can scan on the barcode and it'll show up on there how many calories are in that particular package of food. Hmm. So I just started doing that, uh, and plus I uh, the other thing I did I investigated to see just what weight I should be. Okay, uh, because I I knew I wasn't at the weight I should be, uh-huh. so I, I looked at it. I saw that I was one ninety one in my weight, which is a BMI, um, I, I forget what the term represents, but the BMI was high, 30, mm-hmm. and I saw, and from what I saw in doing the calculations, which is free online, mm-hmm. I said to bring it down from 30 down to what my level should be for my height, Okay. Um, and so I gradually did that over time, and it was about losing two pounds a week. Fair enough. So,
1: so BMI, body mass index, right. it's a it's a measure of you know comparing your your weight to your height. Um, what did you come up with an ideal weight for you based on 150. your BMI? One fifty. And how well, tall are you? Uh, One fifty four. And how tall are you? I'm five six. Okay. So another rule of thumb that we use sometimes is we'll say a hundred pounds for your first five feet if you're a woman. Right. One hundred and five pounds for a man. And then 5 pounds per inch uh, in women for every inch above 5 feet, starting with 100 pounds. Men start with 105 pounds. Then add 6 pounds for every inch. So you're 5'6". Okay.
2: Now it does give a range. Yes, well, that's what uh, I was going to tell you. From 127 to 154. Yeah, yeah, so and I didn't want to go to 127. No, no, no. So, <laughs> you so, know what I mean? so and
1: when I'm letting <laughs> folks know, some people say, you know, their eyes glaze, o- glaze over when they hear BMI. Yeah. But the calculation's pretty yeah. interesting. So, in your case it would be 106 for the first 5 feet, then six pounds per inch, that's 36. So you got 106 plus 36, that's 142. And then we say give or take 10%. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So again, it's kind of put 142 in the middle, you know, maybe going up to as high as 160 and down to as low as 125. Right. So similar kind of range. And people say, well, why, how can you give a range? And the reason is, you know, we have different body types, you know, you can carry more muscle mass. So whether you use BMI, whether you use one of these other rules of thumb, the other reason I'm, I'm taking a moment with this, um, Carmelo, is I used to run a big hospital weight loss program. Oh, yeah, okay. And what I would do is, is we, we might use some of these different indicators, but at the end of the day, I tell a person, you know what? The ideal weight for you is the weight that you equilibrate at when you're on a good program. Right. Because okay. some That's people, they might be weighing 400 pounds at five six they're probably not going to get down to 150. And I'd see so many of these people do so well. And then they looked at the BMI chart or they did that, you know, 106 pounds right. and they say, and then they get discouraged. <laughs> yeah, they get down <laughs> from 400 to 200. And then they say, forget it. I yeah. can't live like this. I can't get down below 200. And they, and then next time you see them, they're, they're 420. Yeah. So I'm excited. Okay. So you got a vision, you got a goal right. and you've got, my fitness pal, if My I got this, pal. and are you making money from this?
2: No, I'm not no, making okay. money. They're, there. Not, they're not sponsors yeah, of no, this show. It, it actually, yeah. it has a it has. There's a free component you okay, can download, okay. but then there's an additional component you can do other things with it. I think you pay eighty dollars a year or something like that. I I bought I got the free, and then I added the other. Okay. The, you know, it wasn't that much to pay, so. Uh, but I it was worth it for me. So Plus, I also uh-huh. uh, also weighed myself. Uh, with a scale that uh-huh. connects to your phone. Okay. Uh, where to your to your uh, uh, your watch to your phone, uh-huh. so that when I scale when I weigh myself, it automatically go to my phone. Nice. And it shows the trend. Okay, so you're tracking graph, everything. Tracking everything.
1: And I know for some people, just doing that, just measuring, right. can make a big difference. You're measuring what you eat. What other things did you do that seem to make the difference for you?
2: Well, I stuck to plant based. Mm-hmm. In the Book of Daniel, it tells a story of how uh you know daniel and his friends they were offered the, this glorious food but they said they saw that that food wasn't going to be good for them you know it was going to go against what they believed god would, was teaching them so they went to vegetables you know uh, That's an amazing story that, that first it's chapter amazing. of daniel seven yeah. times what is it, seven times <laughs> better than the other people who were eating all this rich food to me that's a sto- that's a lesson okay you know, fair how enough. you can change your diet and so i went plant based Okay. And I, from what I had learned, uh, uh, from the center I attended, the lifestyle center, I we brought to memory the things, uh, how you can, uh, what you can eat and do it healthfully. Excellent. You know, and you enjoy the food too.
1: And you so. ramped up your exercise too, is yes, that true?
2: Yeah, 10,000 steps. I'm religious on that. I just did it this morning at okay, the hotel wow. here. I did my 10,000 and, you know, uh, and, uh, and then plus the walking throughout the day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm more active. Excellent. And I Excellent. feel healthy. I feel better. Uh, the good thing too is I can read, I can read and be more, more clear in so my your reading. mind is, is My clearer. mind is better. And, and one of the verses that I used in the Bible that helped me too was a promise that says in Philippians, I can do all things. Wow. Through Christ who Tremendous. Strength. So prayer and, and, uh, and diet and exercise, I think that made, that made a difference for me.
1: So, bottom line, did you lose the weight? Did your blood pressure come down?
2: Yes, it did. How much Uh, weight did you lose? I lost 40 pounds. Wow, fantastic. And you're keeping it off? I'm keeping it off, keeping it off. And And what about the blood pressure? Blood pressure is, uh, is normal now, uh, I think 119 over 79 or something like that. Still on medicine? No medicine. Wow. Uh, and then also, my triglycerides was from one, 323 to 102. Fantastic. So, Fantastic. Uh, and my uh, HDL and LDL cholesterol are much improved.
1: Powerful story. We have got to step away from this segment. I know you got to run, too. Yeah. I'm just encouraged. If you're listening to this show today, hopefully you're getting encouragement no matter what you're dealing with. Bad news can be a reason to take action, do something different. Carmelo, thanks so much. Thank you. We're going to be back with more on today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Don't go away. A lot more. Cutting-edge stuff right after this.
0: Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at AIANL.org. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, a i a n l dot org. Or you can call us at 1 800 775 HOPE. That's 1 800 775 4673. We'll be right back after this.
3: We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. When Jim died, I wondered if I would be able to keep the farm. Then I heard about the USDA's loan program for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. It's for women and minorities who may be having trouble getting credit. Once I was approved, the USDA's Farm Service Agency helped me get the credit I needed. Now I don't have to sell, and I can pass the farm down
4: to my kids the way Jim's dad passed it down to him. I know he'd like that.
5: Contact your local USDA Service Center or visit www.fsa.usda.gov.
4: Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control With secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
3: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
0: You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose.
1: Welcome back to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We're just grabbing some great guests. In fact, this guest Actually volunteered to be my uh, interviewee. He's Dr. Eddie Ramirez. Some of you know Dr. Ramirez's name. He's been on the show before. He's a medical doctor, a research scientist, published author, and he's the executive director of a group that has recently rebranded their international work. They call themselves Health Wise Lifestyle Medicine, and
6: uh, Eddie it's great to have you with us. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here in this program, and I know that uh, we want to learn how to be healthy, and that's exactly what we're going to be sharing today.
1: This is exciting, and uh, health-wise lifestyle medicine, folks hearing that, they're, if they're like me, I'm kind of a visual person. I'm spelling health-wise in my mind, and I'm spelling it wrong if I'm not looking at it, because how do you spell
6: health-wise? Yeah, so we spelled it as a- H-E-A-L-T-H. Y H Y A S. So we try to answer those questions.
1: Okay, let me see it because this is challenging all of us. So the word health and then wise, W H Y S. That's right. Health-wise lifestyle medicine. And health-wise is all one word. That's one word. That's right. Okay, with a capital H and a capital W. You got it. Okay. So we're especially talking about something that I know a lot of people have been talking about it the COVID-19. We're not just talking about COVID-19. We're speaking about pandemics, infectious right. disease in general. And you have just written a new book. This is an amazing book. I'm seeing it for the first time. Uh, I'm an author. I have not written a book that was this colorful and this practical. Tell our listeners, without seeing this book, what I've got in my hand.
6: Yeah. So you basically have 22 22- Evidence-based interventions that you can do. See, regarding COVID, we are not victims. You know, Mm. we can do things to decrease the probability. And what worries us as physicians is severe COVID. That's what we want to try to avoid. So by doing these interventions, you can um, activate your immune system in that way that your immune system is able to hold down as much as possible this disease. We don't guarantee you're not going to get COVID, mm-hmm. but the severity of the disease, we can change the progression of that disease if we make the right choices.
1: And, and this is really great. I mean, if you if you were watching a podcast, and we're not doing a podcast of this particular show, uh, maybe we'll try to bring in some footage if, if we get really ambitious, but I'm looking at these chapters and it's not a lot of text. I mean, it's illustrations, it's graphics, it's a very colorful. Here are seven treatments that worked for the Spanish flu. And these are things that can make a difference in any pandemic, presumably. That's
6: correct. Sadly, uh, we're actually expecting a new pandemic. Mm. And that is going to be called the pandemic influenza. And um, think about infectiousness of COVID, but higher mortality rate. So that's why I believe that we need to be prepared, because we don't know what the future will hold. And uh, we even deal with another chapter there about the factor of fear. Living Mm. in fear is not good for your immunity. We need to learn to have the right thinking, to have hope, to see things in the right direction, because fear is never good for our immunity.
1: This is a very comprehensive uh, document, and I noticed that you've got just a host of scientific references uh, going along with each chapter. Uh, They're not numbered, they're bulleted, but it looks like, I mean, some of these chapters you've probably got 50 references.
6: Absolutely. Everything is evidence-based. I have more than 140 studies in the scientific literature. In fact, the last one actually has to do with one of our chapters here about something that is called hydrotherapy, treatments mm. with water. Mm-hmm. Native Americans have a history of using this.
1: That's exactly uh, right.
6: They used to be called sweating lodges. Sweat lodge. Sweat uh-huh. lodge. Yeah. So, um, we're demonstrating there in, in the latest paper that I published. It came out in the journal Medical Hypothesis, a peer review publication showing how hydrotherapy is an excellent prevention and treatment also for uh, COVID-19. Tremendous, so we, tremendous. We, we unpack that with more detail here in that chapter. The book is written... For the average person, you don't mm-hmm. need to have a, you know, a science degree to understand the concepts. Our idea is to present the information scientific, evidence-based, but at the same time in a simple way and in a practical way. Okay, we learn about this information. Now, how are we going to apply that in real life? At the end of each chapter, we go through each of those steps.
1: So I'm looking at Chapter 20, and it fits in directly with the guest who led off this okay. show. He was speaking about how the, the COVID pandemic inspired him to lose weight. You've got Chapter 20 here called The Battle of the Bulge, The Link Between Excess Pounds and COVID-19. And uh, really, again, not, uh, not just all kinds of writing over the page, n- nice illustrations. And you've got a graphic here about percentage of hospitalized adult COVID-19 patients in the U.S. who had different medical conditions. Walk us through, if you would, uh, this this graphic.
6: So the research from the CDC, this is American data, shows that 56% of the people that end up with severe COVID that had to go to the hospital had hypertension. Mm. 52% had obesity. 32% had cardiovascular disease. 20% Twenty percent had this lung condition called COPD. Fourteen percent had renal disease, and three percent had asthma. Okay. So. We know very well that your metabolic health is directly linked to the severity of the COVID that you, go, you may potentially end up with. So that means if I have excess body weight, if I have issues with hypertension, as this program has been promoting for many years, mm-hmm. you can do something to decrease many of these conditions and therefore improving your immunity and therefore decreasing the probability of ending up with severe COVID.
1: Now, one of the, the things that I, I, I really like about this book, not only is it colorful, not only is it, is it practical, but I can see um, even children enjoying this. You've got a great chapter, uh, chapter 19, that's, uh, that's dealing with a variety of things. It's, uh, it's entitled, Recover Your Joy. And uh, there's a section in here that's uh, about joy and play and exercise and you give examples that i think really resonate with indian country talking about different animals and uh, how they do things in nature but i can see uh, a teenager or a child reading this cats and kittens love to stalk chase pounce sweat, and uh, swat and bite each other but it's all in good fun that's right um, you know so most people wouldn't think they'd be reading this in a hell in a serious health book
6: <laughs> yeah so the idea is to show that having fun is not just for children. Mm. We need to continue having fun. And, you know, that's where relationships play. We also talk about this in, in the book. We have relationships to, to season our lives, to make life enjoyable. You know, if you ask somebody, for example, that is put away on a prison, whatever, what do you miss the most from your home? They're not going to tell you, oh, I miss my TV or I Mm -hmm. miss this. Mm -hmm. I miss my friends. I miss my family because connections is what give meaning to life. Mm -hmm. So we need to learn to play and have enjoyment, fun together. That's what gives life meaning and gives them a good flavor. The book
1: that you've written, Eddie, along with Carrie House, is called Pandemic Busters, a Prepper's Handbook. Subtitle: 22 Simple and Easy Immune Boosters You Could Do at Home. How does someone actually pick up a copy of this book?
6: You have a, a, a few options. Uh, one of them is via Amazon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just uh, punch in there, Pandemic Busters, and uh, you will see you you have the option of getting the physical copy. You have the option of getting the Kindle version, the Mm -hmm. e-version, and also we have it on Audible. Oh, you do? So Amazon will also link you to the Audible links if you want to listen to the book instead of having the physical uh, copy. And also the good news, I mean, I just got back from Kenya. I was there two weeks ago. Uh So this book is also in the process of being translated into Swahili, into Spanish, into Russian, into Portuguese, and other languages. Wow,
1: that is fantastic. And, uh, you know, there's so much practical stuff in here. We could have done a whole hour show or or more on this, but um, I find this uh, some sections here that a lot of people are just simply not talking about. You've got a section on mushrooms.
6: Why did you put
1: that in your book?
6: Yeah, so there's uh, research that shows that mushrooms are something that activates your immunity. Mm. In fact, these are foods that Native Americans have enjoyed for a long time. <laughs> these are the pre-Columbian foods. And uh, you can summarize that into the word g bomb: G for whole grains. Mm-hmm. B for the family of all the different beans. Mm-hmm. Um, o for onions, garlics, all mm. these roots. M for mushrooms... And S for seeds. Make sure you include some G-bombs every day.
1: Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and this is uh, good for the immune system. That's what the research is showing, huh?
6: That's right. It's good for the immune system and, you know, improves the outlook, not only on, on COVID, but many other conditions.
1: Tremendous. Our time has just about slipped away, Dr. Ramirez. One more time. How does someone get a hold of... Uh... So
6: go to Amazon and look for Pandemic Pandemic Busters. Or go to the website, pandemicbusters.org. And I want to invite also my audience. Um, we're going to have an event in which David DeRose is going to be one of our main speakers. It's called the I Thrive Summit. Go to iThriveSummit.com. It's an event that will take place in December. It's an online event. Everybody's welcome. So you can learn how to take better care of your health.
1: Tremendous, Eddie. we got to step away. We're going to be back with more. More great guests from here at ASI 2021 in Orlando. I'm Dr. DeRose. Don't go away. More to come.
0: American Indian and Alaska Native living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at AIANL.org. Or call 1 800 775 HOPE. That's 1 800 775 4673. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org.
5: Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you can't measure it on your bathroom scale. Sorting out a mental health concern is not something to attempt on your own. You won't find a bipolar disorder by looking at a thermometer. Like many other health conditions, help for mental illness takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a stick-on bandage. So the sooner you seek treatment, the better. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, don't go it alone. Find out what to do. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Learn more at SAMHSA.gov support. That's SAMHSA.gov slash support.
2: Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not
7: like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, Ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth.
3: If you or someone you know
5: is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov slash meth.
0: You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose.
1: Welcome back to the second half of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I've got some folks now in our virtual studio who represent a high school that many of you have likely heard about if you're regular listeners to our show. We're talking about Union Springs Academy in upstate New York. And the folks helping us to, to really learn a little bit more about that school and some of the cutting-edge things it's doing, Jeremy Garlock, the principal. Jeremy, it's great to have you with us.
7: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
1: And recent graduate, Joseph Tu. Great to have you. Thank you. Now, one of the reasons why Union Springs Academy is on my radar screen is I know... You've had a strong emphasis on training youth across the demographic lines, but I've met a number of Native American students over the years who've gone through Union Springs. Yes. Has that been a special area of emphasis for your school, Jeremy?
7: It's not that it's been an emphasis. It's really part of it has to do with our location, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Uh, our w- upstate New York, the Finger Lakes region. In fact, it's called the Finger Lakes region because the Native Americans uh, in that area believe that God put his hand down on the earth and when he picked up his hands, uh, where his fingers were filled in with water, hence the name the Finger Lakes. So we're a very strong Native American area mm-hmm. uh, with the Seneca tribe, the Cayuga tribe, much of the Iroquois nation surrounding us. So really the, just the location where we are uh, lends itself to us having interaction with people from the Native American communities, uh, being near some of their events that they do, uh, so on and so forth. So it really lends itself. So we have not necessarily reached out to say, hey, we want more Native Americans, because we want everybody. Mm-hmm. We we love our ministry. We love young people of any persuasion. And we've just been blessed to have uh, a, our Native American uh, young people be able to come to our school and some of our sister schools as well. Well I've been excited by the
1: diversity as as I've been you know acquainted with some of the graduates of your school. Uh Joseph you're from uh, not a native background, correct? Correct. What are your cultural
8: roots? So I actually I was born in Thailand. Wow. Uh, I was originally born in Thailand, but my family is from Burma. Uh-huh. And we were uh fortunately uh, able to immigrate here to the US in in 2007. Yeah. Well very good. So
1: I mean that's what I sense. I sense it's a very diverse campus. Is that safe to say, or have I just all well, has
7: very very diverse. Okay. Very correct. Yes.
1: And uh, and so one of the, the interesting things I've noticed in speaking uh, with Native American youth who are who are getting an education, some of the issues that I, I've heard them speak to me about one is when you think you're the only Native kid in the school. I mean, that's a, that's a rough situation. Just as far as cultural identity, if not actual bullying discrimination things like that but also when i've talked with students who may have come from an all-native school they don't have that um that diversity in the in the school body where they have their they have native peers in in your school but they also have folks from asia and from you know other parts throughout the country so how do you see that uh, joseph through the eyes of a student was that something that struck you about the school
8: yeah yeah i mean you know it's it's really awesome to see people all over from the world coming together, you know, to Union Springs Academy and, and just connecting, becoming friends no matter, you know, where they're from or who they are, just being able to connect. I think that's really amazing.
1: So, Jeremy, now you've got a, a long history of educational work in New, New York State. Yes. Uh, I know you actually were superintendent of schools for one of the, you know, parochial school systems there mm-hmm. in uh, in New York. How long have you been in your current position as the principal
7: of Union Springs? About five months. Okay. So has it been a, a culture shock? or how Not it at going? all. Union Springs is actually my hometown. Is it really? So I came home to this position. Not only that, but when I was... Uh, as superintendent for our system, I actually lived in the backyard of the academy, spent quite a bit of time, almost had a second office at the academy. Wow. And uh, my wife was working for the academy at the time. So I've been part of, of Union Springs Academy's family and the, and life for a number of years. So I took a two-year break and went somewhere else okay. and felt the call to come back home.
1: So, okay. Well, very good. And it's a beautiful part of the country. I mean, a lot of people hear New York, and they think, you know, concrete, skyscrapers, uh, all of New York State is not Manhattan, right? That is correct. We
7: are farm country. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our campus is several hundred acres wow. that we have. And when you uh, leave our campus, then you're into our neighboring farm, our, our neighbors who are farms. And so there's lots of rolling hills and corn and And soy and everything else being being grown in the area, and when you go to the top of our hill and look, you're seeing Lake, the second largest of the Finger Lakes, Mm. and so our sunsets every night going over that lake, illuminating the sky. It's it's a gorgeous place to be. You know,
1: I've been many times. I actually lived uh, outside of, uh, you know, a couple counties up from um, from New York City, in uh, into Putnam County, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, would often be in you know further upstate but uh, never actually got on the campus of Union Springs. So and Here's I, your
7: official invite. Do I, I got an official invite yes. right in now? In fact, uh, let me plug this. On September 17th, uh, 18th, 19th, we will be having our centennial celebration. We've actually been in existence for 100 years, and wow. we're having a very large gathering with many officials from the state, from local governments, and from the upper organizations of our church. So you're officially invited. You can okay. come on well, out and see you know, that. I'm going
1: to make a special note of this. We're here recording in August, of course, of 2021. It's a pre-recorded show. And, um, I'll see if we can get this show, uh, to air maybe before that. It's going to be a tight window because we typically during the summer, we run encore shows. People used to call them reruns, mm-hmm. but uh, we don't just choose any show to re-air. So the, the encore shows are airing through the beginning of September. So, uh, we may be able to pull this off. September 17, 18, 19. The Centennial Celebration of Union Springs Academy. Correct. Okay, tremendous. What about if someone wants to get more information? Maybe they want to check out the school. Maybe they're in upstate New York. And they want to get some information about, uh, just what you guys are doing.
7: Well, there's a few things they can do. Probably the easiest is to go to our website. Okay. You can go to union dot Uh huh. If you want, you can also call us directly. The number for our school is 315-889-7314. And of course, you can always look us up on social media. We have Facebook. We have a YouTube channel, so on and so forth. So you can just look us up, Union Springs. Uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church, or Union Springs Academy, and you can see a lot of great stuff from us on there as well. Excellent.
1: I'm interested to hear more from from Joseph's perspective. There's a lot of folks uh, that tune into the show. Some of them may be very happy with the educational opportunities they have. Others may be looking for something different. Uh, Is this only a boarding school, or do some students come from the local community?
8: So we actually do have some town students. We call them townie Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's students from there and there's students from, you know, out of state that come in, not only in New York. So, yeah, there's students all over.
1: So the case for you, did your family move out to that area or?
8: Well, I actually luckily just live two hours away from the school. So, okay. yeah. But so you weren't are making boarding. that commute. So, yeah, I live at the school, at okay. the dorm. OK, yes. good
1: deal. So for some student who may say, boy, this is a big leap, I would like to get... Uh, A more solid education. I like the diversity of the campus that they're hearing about. What other draws were there for you to go to Union Springs Academy? Why did you choose that as opposed to going to the local high school, for example?
8: Well, first of all, it's the history of the school. Actually, all three of my older siblings went to Union Springs Academy, and Ah. so I knew the the teachers and and some of the, the people there at Union Springs Academy, and not only that But it is a Christian school where I can get a good Christian education Mm -hmm. and I'm able to, you know, make friends and talk about God, you know, in school and have prayer in my classes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Jeremy, what other reasons do you find uh, students choose Union Springs Academy for?
7: I think many people choose Union Springs Academy because they love the family atmosphere. Mm. You know, we our our school maxes out at about 125 students when okay. we're at capacity, and so even if we're maxed out, we have fairly small class size. So that also means uh, you know lower teacher to student ratios. So we mm-hmm. are able to have a better emphasis on academics, but that also means a close family feel uh, that's there. And and many you know, many of our young people today are really feeling the pressure of the world. Do we see anxiety going up? We see depression going up. So here they can be part of a, a family uh, that's doing education together, doing ministry together. Uh, so we find that that's a strong draw. In addition to that, uh, we're really trying to do some things that maybe uh, they don't get in some of their other schools. We teach courses not just for college preparation, which is very high quality. We do all the regents preps that's necessary for um, New York State diploma. We do honors courses. We have we have partnerships with various universities for dual credit, uh, specifically in fields of uh, nursing and respiratory therapy, hmm. where people can come to our school. And when they graduate, they only have two years of college left in front of them. Uh, so they are done two years of college while they've been at high school. So we actually have a very strong academic program, specifically in the medical field. But we're also doing things like, Cisco networking, um, we do trade education so they can leave our school ready to go into the workforce with a trade. Wow. Uh, we do that not just with the, the physical trades and the medical. We're also trying to work into Bible work as well if people want to do ministry. And that's part of what Joseph's been doing this summer. Hmm. He has decided he wants to go into ministry, and so he's been doing an internship with us this summer uh, where we've been able to take him through what it looks like to be a pastor, that it's not just preaching, the administration, the visiting, the people skills. So we offer all of these things. It's a very well-rounded education. And and those that come to us, they find that, yes, it's a good education, but it's also all of these other things. And it's a very compelling argument to come and really get a well-rounded education that prepares you for the workforce, prepares you for college, really prepares you for life with good work ethic.
1: So, Joseph, I'm curious. Uh, we're talking about learning trades and other skills. So you've identified an interest to be leader of a faith community, and you're getting training in that regard. Did you learn some other hands-on skills, or were you not as much interested in those options?
8: Oh, yeah, I definitely did. I was uh, in a lot of the clubs at, the, at Union Springs Academy. I was in a robotics club. It's now a class. Huh. And I've learned to do networking, so Cisco networking, I've got my certification for that, so wow. uh, just two more uh, exams that I have to take, and then I could become a certified uh, networking technician. And talking about the internship, you know, mm-hmm. being able to really talk to people and connect with the people at the church, you know, that's another skills that I've learned to use well.
1: That's fascinating and fantastic. So coming back to you, Jeremy. We've just got a very short time in this segment left, and I know there's folks who I think you've kind of whet their interest. Other things that uh, you might like to put out there, just for folks who are... Maybe a lot of people are today asking questions, you know, with COVID and schools haven't been shut down. A lot of people are reevaluating their educational options. Is this pretty much just for someone in New York State or should someone outside the area be keeping Union Springs on their radar? Not at all.
7: Absolutely. They should be keeping us on the radar for a few reasons. Uh, We are boarding Mm -hmm. and that means we've been able to provide a very safe environment in terms of COVID. The students come on. We've been able to make a bubble where our campus functions as a built-in community. Mm-hmm. And so once we have a two-week bubble, uh, then we are able to be fairly relaxed in some ways because we don't have the option for COVID to come on campus. Fair we're, enough. We're, Fair we're enough. all in, inclusive. So that has been helpful. And so for that, we've had people coming from over country, uh, from out of state, digitally online, and so much more. Wow, tremendous. You guys are doing great things there at Union Springs
1: Academy. Thank you so much for coming on board today. One more time before we have to go, can you give us contact information for the school?
7: Absolutely. My name is Jeremy Garlock. I'm the principal. You can reach us at unionspringsacademy.org, phone number 315-889-7314. And, of course, you can look us up on Facebook. Union Springs
1: Academy. Thank you so much, Jeremy and Joseph. Continued success to you. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. That's not all for today's show. We've got another great guest coming up in the final segment of today's show. Don't go away. I'm Dr. DeRose. Back with more right after this.
0: Today's broadcast has been prerecorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just...
7: No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it.
4: Visit org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
0: Here again is Dr. DeRose.
1: Welcome back for the final segment of today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living Radio. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Another amazing guest sitting across from me right now. Her name is Mariola Porras. Mariola, I may have not done the greatest justice to your name, but it is so great to have you sitting across from me.
3: Thank you. Happy to be here.
1: Now, the amazing thing, just for the benefit of my listeners, I've been sitting in this booth in Orlando, Florida, at a uh, resort here, Uh, the the Rose and Shingle Creek facilities in the exhibit hall. Across from me is a group called Choose Life Abundant. I've seen them the the whole conference. One of the ladies there is Mariola. And I did not realize that Mariola and I had met several years ago. My wife and I were, were skiing. Out at Lake Tahoe, and we met you there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mariola, you told us a little back then about a journey that you were on. Things have progressed from there, but bring our our listeners up to speed. What brought you to Northern California, where we met, and where has your life taken you from there?
3: Well, my life has taken a big turn. After 15 years of a marketing corporate career globally, I worked in different Fortune five hundred companies where my identity, my sense of value was all in pursuing that corporate ladder, led me to really break down in terms of my health. I mm. I was lacking that balance between work and life. Mm-hmm. And my health started breaking to the point that I had to resign and I could no longer continue that career path. Wow. I heard about this beautiful place called No Start at Weimar and um, how they were dealing with chronic and just lifestyle conditions it, through um, natural remedies. Mm-hmm. And I was very interested because I had tried everything medically. I had tried, I cannot even count with the number, with the number of my fingers, the amount of doctors that I saw. And I couldn't get to the root cause of my condition. And that led me to come five years ago to Weimar and really learn what was happening there. And I got trained and certified as a life and health coach there where I learned how to reverse a lot of how my health was broken through addressing the root cause and it was fascinating because i learned the connection between the body and the mind and that led me to start a new career which today i get to to help others through my own story and bring that hope back that it is possible to get healing holistic healing when we go back to the way we've been originally designed which what I found in my own experience is we've violated the way we've been designed with our mm. lifestyle. And when we go back to the basics, it's amazing how the body recovers to the point that it gives you a new identity, a new purpose to share this hope in the world that needs it so much.
1: Well, this is a tremendous message. And I know a lot of folks are, are listening and they're saying, I believe that there's a creator and, and he's you know, put us here on this planet and I'm dealing with health issues. Many of my listeners are, are likely thinking that right now. So, what specific things? You know, what what aligned you with this design that you see in your life?
3: Well, it was amazing how seeing the lack of structure in our life, from having the the minimum hours of sleep, mm. or eating unhealthy foods, meaning more processed, less natural. We've gotten away from the origins of what our bodies have been created for, right? We've been made to move, we've been made to think, we've been made to sleep. And when we start altering those things, it can really lead to the lack of hope, which affects our spiritual health, Mm. the lack of understanding and connection with one another because we're not feeling well physically. So our mental, our spiritual, our social, our emotional health is all connected when we don't take care of the foundations and the basics of our physical health.
1: Now, one of the things I know about you, Mariola, is you've taken that mindset for success and organization from corporate America, and you're translating that into this new work that you're doing. You actually have your own company right now. Do I understand that correctly?
3: That's correct. Yes.
1: So so tell us a little bit about that.
3: So after five years of training and healing and my own personal experience, I've been feeling convicted that we need to go back and share this, especially in the mm. corporate arena, where a lot of people are lacking these tools. So how do we incorporate wellness back into the the, the places where we work, where we spend most of our time, right? And, and that's what led me to start Be Healthy Living, which is a ministry that started in Guatemala, and the approach is to do it, to have presence in Latin America, but really go back to corporations and, and talk about wellness that is so much needed today.
1: So now, are your personal roots in Latin America...
3: I was born and raised in Guatemala.
1: Okay. So you've been working in the United States for a number of years now.
3: Five years, yes.
1: And you're headed back to your homeland. What is this approach going to look like? Are you already working with corporations or how, how does this all play out?
3: Yeah, it actually started a couple of years ago when I was there for a vacation and my visa, I was working still here in the United States. So during my five years of, of training, I also find a job in a mental health facility or, or clinic where I got a lot of training on how to do coaching, which is what I was trained on with the mental health in the center of it. And when I was waiting for my visa to be approved, I had to go back home. I took a vacation, uh-huh. and then I had to stay there until my visa was approved. Okay. That took six months, and that wow. just gave me the opportunity to start giving some health talks locally. And that really led for me to create a business model that today is calling me back to do full-time because the need is so big, and there's not much information there. So the, the plan is to expand what I learned in North California to Central America and hopefully Latin America, which is where I have my corporate background experience on.
1: Now, there are a number of tribes that have a significant membership of individuals who also speak Spanish, especially in the southwestern portion of the United States. Are your, are your services at this point, are you strictly focused on Latin America? Or if someone from the United States said, you know, it would be great to have someone like Mariola consult with our tribe, or are, are you available for things like that?
3: Absolutely. It's it's offered in bilingual, both English and Spanish. I see the need is everywhere in the world. And thanks to the pandemic, if we look at the opportunities that the COVID has provided us, is that we can be offering these services uh, virtually wherever the need is. Mm -hmm. So we do have concepts like group coaching, individual coaching, corporate education, and we also have 10-day health challenges where we take people in the cities, we collaborate with local restaurants and We give them the experience of 10 days of trying this model of holistic health through diet, exercise, coaching, education, and the social community component for people to try it out for themselves and then hopefully incorporate this in a more sustained way afterwards.
1: So tell us how someone could get a hold of you. And beyond that, after you give us your contact information, tell us some specific things that people may want to reach out to you about. So first of all, your contact information.
3: Yeah, well, People can find me both on Instagram or on Facebook under Be Living dot Global, or send us an email to Be dot Global at gmail.com.
1: Oh, okay. Well, let me make sure that I'm I'm getting this all all down here. Okay, so B B E Healthy Living dot Global. That is your website.
3: That's correct.
1: Okay, and then the email a little bit variation on that often will you know someone will have you know mariola at be healthy dot global but it's a little bit different right so then it's be healthy living dot global at gmail dot com that's correct and either of those ways people can reach you absolutely let me ask you this now what kind of services might people reach out to you about
3: so we offer life and health coaching uh individually and also as a group so if we find six people or more, we can do that same concept for eight weeks. We meet once a week, and that's group coaching. And we do that for one hour and a half where we give principles on coaching in a group setting where people can um, establish their weekly goals and then check back in for eight weeks. So it's called Eight Weeks to Wellness. Oh, okay. And that we offer that program if we have a minimum of six people. So people can just hire us for the different times that they need that.
1: Okay, so basically anybody could do this. Like if if someone's listening right now, an individual, they may be Native, they may not be, they don't know anyone who may want to go through a program like this with them, they can actually send an email to you? Yes. And they can get into a a, a virtual program? Yes. Okay. That's right. Now, how about if there's a tribe or an organization and they say, we need help maybe doing something like this, launching something similar. Do you consult with people?
4: I
3: do consulting as well. And also we customize the different topics needed in corporations. So we tailor whatever the need is, and we give it in the, in the form of education, horses a la carte.
1: Tremendous. I love that perspective, and I can imagine entities throughout Indian country and beyond Tapping into those services, I know you already have people reaching out to you. Any words of encouragement for an organization, a tribal entity, a tribe maybe, that may be saying, we want to try to create a healthier culture in an environment, in a workplace, in a group of people. Can they just reach
3: out to you and explore options? Absolutely. We're here to serve, and we also have... Uh, Part of our services are offered in a community setting because it's important to listen to one another because that's where the change takes place. We're part of a community, and we need to come together to create that environment of support.
1: (laughs) We do have to step away. One more time, Mariola, how does someone get a hold of you?
3: BeHealthyLiving.Global is our website, and if not, they can send us an email at BeHealthyLiving.Global at gmail. Again, BeHealthyLiving.Global at gmail.com.
1: Thank you so much. And listen, thank you to each one of you who've joined us today for today's edition of the show. As always, I'm Dr. David DeRose wishing you the very best of health.
4: Native Voice One, the Native American Radio
1: Network.